0: B. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan, live from Radio Row out in Vegas, getting ahead of you've got the Chiefs and the 49ers this weekend. All your big game coverage on 106.7 The Fan is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. Joining us right now is 11-year NFL vet, and maybe another year this past year. I don't know how that counted. Um, First-round hey, first pick. Offensive as long as you're playing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Justin Pugh joining us now. Um, Justin, I mean, you have a, a decorated career, right? You were in the league a long time. But everybody was watching. I know I was watching.
1: You got called basically off the couch. Sorry, I won't curve. It's that's that's my first interview of the day. I had a cup of coffee. Played a little blackjack this morning when I landed. So uh, yeah, you've already I, played blackjack. Yeah, I had to kill an You're hour before DJ. I got here, and I'm up right now. You're so, a DJ, and I'm getting out of here. as soon like, I get out. Only, I got one day in, one day. Hey, out. I just had a, a two-week-old daughter he
2: was coming in and leaving. I was like, Oh, he's just trying to get home. No, no, he's running away from gambling.
1: <laughs> I just had a two. I have a two-week-old daughter. I oh, got to get man, right back. Congrats, congrats,
2: yeah.
3: congrats.
1: But but back to the story, and not about my uh, my my blackjack. Um, yeah, I, I literally was on the couch. The Giants had called me. They said, Hey had some injuries at the offensive line. We know you here. We know what you can do. Would you be interested in coming back? So we, we worked a deal out, went out there, was on was on the practice squad to start. They said, hey, come to the practice squad. I was coming off ACL that was them tear. was just trying to be cheap. I was I had an ACL tear. So 30, 33 coming off ACL tear. There wasn't any, a lot of suitors out there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I signed to the practice squad, One against the defense the first week. They're like, all right, he can still play. I said, I'll give you one call up off the practice squad. They called me up, and they said, hey, we actually need you to start at left guard. Start at left guard. Left tackle goes down the third play, <laughs> and they're looking at me like, hey, we need you to go to left tackle. I said, I haven't played that in 13 years. <laughs> I thought I would have time to get my get, get some strength conditioning training, get some practicing in. I played every single snap that game at left tackle, and we, and we should have won the, the game. See, that's the thing I, about it. I, I mean, that is – When you can play, you can play. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the young guys coming in, they're still learning how to do certain things. So having a veteran that they know they can put out mm-hmm. there and trust, and that's what Coach Dayball kept telling me. He's like, I know when you go out there, I know what to expect.
2: Were you the same
1: weight Oh, sitting at home? Had you gone down a little bit or what? My weight was down. I thought I was retired. You know, coming off ACL, I wanted to keep my weight a little bit lower, kind of help with the rehab process. As soon as I knew that teams were calling and they were interested – I started getting the weight back up. I thought I have a week or two to, you know, get back into the system, start lifting uh-huh. with the NFL pro- team, you know, get my weight up. Boom! Right into the fire, straight off the couch. <laughs> I mean, that is so ridiculous, dude. And let, let me even p- provide some more insight. I don't really know the snap count. Like we're That's going what on I silent. Say. <laughs> do you know the I plays? don't know the plays, so I'm literally talking to the left tackle. I'm like, hey, what's the play? What are we doing here? And he's like, oh, it's just inside zone left. And inside zone left, every player can run that. We know what we have yeah. to do. But then when the left tackle goes down, the guy I've been communicating with all week is out. The The backup right guard comes in. He goes to left guard. I jump off sides like three times. Solid cadence in Buffalo, New York. I'm in there looking at the center like, snap the damn ball because I can't get up. And I'm looking at Von Miller. <laughs> like, what? that ain't right. And that's when I told uh, Joe Shane from the Giants, you got to pay me a little more than that minimum for me to continue to do this. <laughs> so that, that next Tuesday after the game, we got a deal done. There you go, good, baby. Good for you, man. And, and dude, were you
0: legitimately on the lovesack couch when the call came? Like. I, I understand how endorsements work, and some of them are just meant to be. Were you actually on this
1: damn couch when they called you? Yeah, so I, we, I was in. I was in the city. I, we were at a friend's house. They had. They got the new. The new LoveSax sectional uh-huh. with the Stealth Tech technology in there. They have like the subwoofer and speakers in there. I and have one. It, they're they're unbelievable. You got the wireless <laughs> charger. The the you can take you can pop the covers off and wash them. I got a baby and two dogs, so I do that often. I'm on the couch, and the Giants are like, "Hey." We're signing to the practice squad tomorrow. Because I remember in the
0: broadcast, I want to say that, like, Tariko mentioned that. Like, it's clearly their PR, let them know that, or maybe you talked to them or, or whoever.
1: Well, I said in the in the moments before, and you guys know, when you uh, when you do like Sunday Night Football, I say, Justin Pugh, Syracuse University. So instead of saying Syracuse University, to Rico Syracuse guy, must have been a little offended. That's my guy, though. I said, Justin Pugh, straight off the couch.
0: That's <laughs> what it was. Right, and then right, right. I
1: proceeded to go off sides twice in a row, let up two sacks. <laughs> so every, my mom's like, I'm turning the game off. I can't watch it. And then I ended up playing well down the stretch and we almost and we, and we should have won the game that's why everyone was making a big deal
0: i don't know that's that funny. you care about this but but i certainly did in the moment you guys did cover though so
1: what <laughs> do they say good teams win and uh they say good coaches win great coaches cover there you go. <laughs> well now that gambling's legal in the nfl with you know for the fans and fantasy football players are a lot more aware of what's going on sure it's talked about uh, way uh, more the,
2: the fans are letting you know too
1: Oh, they're sliding into DMs and calling you all sorts of names. What is your –
0: because it seems like you're relatively active on social media. Justin Pugh on Twitter, JustinPugh67 on Instagram. I'm guessing over
1: the years that you've gotten some negative feedback on social media. I'm an offensive lineman. Every time I would let up a sack or get a holding call, even if I was kind of doing my job, this is the nature of the business, I would hear it. That's the only time my my face is on TV – Anything like that, and going from New York to Arizona was a blessing because Arizona fans aren't as ruthless. Yeah, I, bet. But I decided to go back to New York when they were one and five at the time and try to help out. And you know, I love the Giants. I was drafted there, special place in my heart. And I knew what I was getting myself into, but I didn't think Sunday Night Football was going to go that way. How do you react to the people? Do you just ignore it? No, I interact with them because what I found is if you interact with the fans. It pays dividends in the long run. If you own yeah. up to the good times yeah. and the bad, the fans ride with you no matter what. So when I went out But you there, don't let them get you irritated. No, they get irritated. Like JP does. They, they, they get sometimes get you a little irritated, <laughs> but I know they play an intricate part in this. So I started a podcast called Net Worth with Justin Pugh. We talk about the business of football. Without the fans, without them being pissed off, uh, you know, we didn't win the fantasy game for mm. them or we lost in their bet. Every dollar they bet on a game – NFL players are getting forty eight point three percent off. Yeah, there you go. So I'm getting my money's worth. So talk talk all you want. I know I'm still cashing in. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the podcasting world? It's been fun. It's been a fun way to interact. When did you launch it? In the beginning of the season. Okay. So I just started at the beginning of the season. I would do giants updates, but I want to be a resource for guys. Dude, to, you're
0: good at this. Like just sitting here talking with you. We talk to yeah. lots of athletes. We do lots of stuff.
1: You're good at this. So I'm signing with the broadcasting agent, Mark Lepselter. Um so I'm, I'm thinking about getting into that realm. I'm, I'm going to do the broadcast. Do I know camp. that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm dipping my toe in. I also do real estate. That's my first passion. So I'm trying to get the mailbox money from the real estate, but uh, the broadcasting and this side of the gig to, to fulfill that football card what for do you, me. So,
0: I mean, that Scottsdale, Phoenix area is crazy, right? Are you yeah.
1: flipping houses? Are you renting stuff out? What do you do? So I tripped and fell into a land development deal. I bought a three-acre uh, parcel that was an old bed and breakfast. We tore it down, got a rezone for residential. I was going to build some rental properties on it. Uh, COVID hit. Prices skyrocketed. I sold them. I did this thing called a 1031 exchange into, like, some ground-up multifamily apartments. And when I did that, the developer said, hey, you want to come work for us? So, the last three off-seasons, I've been working for a developer at Phoenix. Wow. So, that's I've been getting ready for life after football. Go. Good stuff. But don't the, wait till you're done. Do it while you're playing still. And that's, what I, yeah. and that's what we did. And that's part of the reason why I went back to the New York Giants. No, no knock to Arizona, but you go back to New York. That's the, the, the finance capital of the world. And if you're going to do real estate, having a foothold in, in, in wow. New York is a good there place to go. Be. Playing chess, man. Um, <laughs> you're damn do you damn sure. I don't want to put you in a bad spot here. Do you think you're done with ball? I don't think I'm done with ball. I think uh, you know this year I went out there and proved I can still play at a high level. Now, if I got a full offseason coming off ACL, you can't train the same way. I thought I was retired, so I maybe didn't do all the things I would have liked to have done. Now I have a full offseason under my belt, and uh, I could go go play if I want to. It's just a matter of, of of the contract. Yeah. So we'll talk to the Giants and get that figured make out. Make the dollars make sense. Yeah, sure. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially you got enough other stuff going on that it's all got to add up. Um, as far as football, I mean. Drafted in the first round by the Giants, played in the Giants' your first five years in the league, I think. Yeah. What? I, I mean, you got you had to play the skins 100. I mean, twice a year. What do you remember about going to FedEx Field?
1: What well, was Ryan Kerrigan at the time? When okay. I, I was out there at right tackle going against Kerrigan, they had a rack po. What I think, and this is—I'm a little biased—I play with the Giants. The Giants won their Super Bowls through the defensive line. The NFC East has all copycatted that. Eagles have done it the best, unfortunately. But you guys have spent a lot of draft picks on the defensive line. The defensive line was always a, a calling card, and Jonathan Allen is one of, if not the best, tackle in football right now. Deron Payne, you had Sweat, you had—you know. Uh, Chase Young. Sure. Building through the defensive line, it was always a challenge to go down there and play. The The, the fans obviously have been going through a tough stretch recently. So, if, like any fan base, they're going to be right. vocal about it. I think you guys are heading in the right direction. If I could say who I think some of the best organizations are, San Fran and the Shanahan tree is great. Yeah. And obviously getting John Lynch and then you guys got the new GM. Uh, with the Peters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you guys are heading in the right direction.
0: Dude, I believe you were in Arizona with Kingsbury, right? Yes. They just got Kingsbury to
2: be, to be the OC. I might be in
1: the Commanders. Might be calling me. I, Cliff system is a good is a good system for me, <laughs> well, dude. It's funny you say that. I, I think there will be a fairly
0: significant amount of overhaul. On, I mean, every NFL roster gets overhauled every every season, right? Definitely. And I think new GM, new coaches, they're going to overhaul everything. What is Cliff like as a player?
1: He doesn't get too high or too low. As, as a player or a coach or anyone in an organization, that's how you win games. You don't want to, you know, tell everyone tell you how great you are and then there's a letdown or how bad you are and, and you get down to yourself. So Cliff is, you know, he's not the best media personality. He uh-huh. kind of is who he is. He's, he's Mr. Uh, smooth at all times. Unbelievable coach. He gets guys open. I will tell you that. You, you bring in a dynamic quarterback, which I think you guys may, you guys are going to be in for a treat with Cliff calling plays.
0: Um, How is it a good scheme for
1: O-line? It's o line friendly because he's getting the ball out. He's he's getting the ball in he the went space. Out quick. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it'll be interesting to see what you guys do in the draft. What pick you have? Two? Two. Two. What would you do? You have two quarterbacks there. I would take a quarterback. What yeah, sure. That's the easy answer. Who? <laughs> You're on Caleb Williams. This, feels eerily, this feels eerily similar to what happened with Kyler Murray in Arizona. We had just dra- drafted Josh Rosen. No one thinks we're taking a quarterback. You have a talent like that. If he gets a two, 100%, he's going to go to the the commanders. Um, Does he get there? I don't know if he can kind of Eli Manning his way to number two pick. I've I've heard there's been reports he doesn't want to go to Chicago. So if you guys can get him, that's the quarterback. But if Chicago is smart, they draft him anyway.
2: And they make somebody pay everything under the sun. I need
0: need two quick ones from you. I need your Super Bowl pick.
1: Yep, 49ers by three. Okay. All right. Taking the points. First then. first
0: to go to the 49ers. Um second best golf course in the Phoenix area.
1: Ooh, you have Silver Leaf or Whisper Rock. Those are the, those are my top 2. Silver Silverleaf is unbelievable. The best comfort stations in Whisper all Rock of. Whisper Rock is one, the one that I feel designed, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay,
0: now we're good. All right, great. What's your what's your <laughs> golf game like?
1: Um, I'm I probably like a 15 handicap right now. I got down to as low as a 7, but ACL, baby, I haven't played in 2 years. When so. were you worry, a 7?
0: Cuz listen, I'm a 15 also, but if you were a 7, you're giving me strokes.
1: Yeah, we no, play right now. He was a seven. No, no, you can't. I was an eighteen. The issue about playing in the NFL is every six months. With I'm an O lineman. I'm not Larry Fitz. I, I know I can't go out there and, and <laughs> play plays during a lot the season. Of golf, dude. I got I got the ACL tear. Then you have hand, elbow, knee, shoulder. I yeah. can't swing a club for six months every year. So I I forget everything I learned. How? Be, I
0: don't know. Still, you're giving me strokes. Just so we're clear, but. <laughs> um, how beat up are NFL O-linemen during the year? I don't think people realize how Beat severe. up, man.
1: I mean, you're yeah. in a car crash every play. And the reason why, as you get to the end of your career, and you can attest to this, these young guys don't value their health. I was that guy once. These guys are putting their head in there. They're taking on collisions where I'm like, do you really know what that's going to do to your body? And that's why, guys, as you get older, you still can do it. Like, your body's going to hurt a little bit more. But these young guys don't care. They you don't get smarter. care.
2: Yes. You play smarter.
1: That's why I need to go back on my love sack, man. Stealth tech, you <laughs> man. You got the subwoofers <laughs> hidden in there, the phone charger. Relax, man. I'm back to the couch.
0: Congratulations to love sack. You're getting your money's worth from Justin Pew. I need him to uh, be able to ice chest inside it, though. That'll be next. Yeah. Uh, clearly, the folks at LoveSack know what they're doing. LoveSack is a home furnishing and technology <laughs> brand, best known for its better than a beanbag sacks and adaptable called Sactionals. Uh, there are jokes to be made about that, but I'm going to keep those to myself. Um, we're talking sacks out here. We're talking um, <laughs> with well, a big one.
1: That's that, that is the, that is the name of their beanbag. The big one. The big one. Oh, yes. Boy. Uh, what was Kerrigan like going up against? He was a beast. I mean, him and Arakpo. When you're a, when you're a rookie or a second year player in the league, and you're going against two All Pro, Pro Bowl guys. It's it's tough to go against them. I was happy when I, they moved me to guard. Eventually, the Giants drafted Eric Flowers, and I went inside the guard. But then I had to deal with Ioannidis, who I think is one of the most underrated defensive tackles. He was strong. The Greek the st- god of sacks, strongest guys of all time. And then Jonathan Allen, obviously, I think very highly of him now. So the. The, the commanders, I, I almost got caught up there. I was, you know. You can say it. this is a safe space. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I really think they're a few pieces away. They're, they really are. I mean, yeah. if the NFC East is so competitive year in and year out. You, you wouldn't be surprised. There you go.
0: For, did you just miss the Super Bowl team?
1: Yes. <laughs> so you That's got a lot all, of bad years. So you got all the
0: pressure. <laughs> uh, I mean, were you drafted in twelve?
1: I was drafted in thirteen.
0: Okay, so they won it in eleven. So you get all that pressure, all that buildup, and then just the. New York media side of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, look. New York media is it's brutal. What happened was we just didn't replace the offensive line. and That was the one thing I felt like. It, there was an aging team. The guys that had won the Super Bowl, they were all, we were aging a little bit, and we didn't have the, the ammo to reload as quickly as we needed to. We spent draft capital on it. And actually all the offensive linemen that we drafted got paid elsewhere. Eric Flowers got paid sure. in Washington. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so, Miami, I think. And then Weston yeah. Richburg also got paid when he left. So guys got paid. But, um, you know. Nature of the business. It's hard to win in New York. Sure. Uh, what's Eli like? You know, I was still so young when I was there with Eli. I was running around probably doing some things that he wasn't doing. He was <laughs> kind of sitting at home being a, a father. He was, what I'll say, in the facility. He was the first one in, last one out. Always joking around. I think America's seeing his personality yeah, now yeah. And, and how much of a clown he is. He was always pranking guys. Like My first, my first check was like, they brought me a fake check for, like, $25,000 at the rookie dinner, and then they bring you the new one. He died. He put that dye. If you ever, like, would steal something from the mall, that, like, explosive dye on the shirts, yeah, yeah, yeah. they got that in powder form, put it in my gloves and my, my cleats <laughs> so my feet were purple for two weeks. <laughs> he had some salty veterans on the O-line, too. Yeah, Dave Deal, Chris Snee, yeah. David Boss, Kevin Booth. All, I played with Deal. Yeah, those guys are salty, salty vets. Yeah, yeah. When,
0: when B got to New York, they, they thought he was the right guy to calm down Jeremy Shockey. So they put his locker right next to him. And yeah. I think uh, it was a race to see who could get from Manhattan to the facility by oh, no, I used to tell
1: him when he was out, just go to the stadium. I'll wake you up when I get there. <laughs> well, you know Murph, the security guy that was there. Shout out to Murph. He's not actually the security guy there anymore. But we would hear stories about some of the most infamous giants off the field. There's some, there's some good ones. <laughs> I mean, Lawrence Taylor comes to mind. Right? <laughs> hey, you said it. You said it. But New York City, in my opinion, is the best city on planet Earth, and that's why I wanted to go back there. I love New York. Dude, this was awesome. Thank you. You run good with luck, us dude. anytime. Uh Good luck with the podcast. Good luck with everything. Thanks, Thanks guys. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. This Justin great. You. Justin Pugh, uh, Giants,
0: Cardinals. Check out the podcast. Give it to us. Net Worth time. with Justin Pugh wherever you get your podcast. And buy a love sack. Damn it. Sean Merriman joins us next. Get the big one bet you Finley live, Radio Row, Las Vegas, Nevada, getting ready for Chiefs Niners. Joining us, our friend, Mr. Sean Merriman, lights out. Sean, what's up, dude?
4: What's up, man? I
0: what's thought you lived in San Diego. I didn't realize you live in Vegas. Not with them taxes.
4: You know? <laughs> I was going to if that's why you moved. Hey. No, man, I miss San Diego. That, if I was going to live in California, that would be the place.
0: What is the difference? I'm, I'm curious about this. From San Diego to Vegas, let's just say it's a hundred dollars. Yeah, you make a hundred dollars. How much do you keep in San Diego versus how much do you keep in Vegas? Well, it depends
4: on if you gamble or not. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How much does Uncle
0: Sam take? Oh, oh.
4: Uh, <laughs> most of it. Most of it. <laughs> leave, leave you here with a couple crumbs. That's crazy because
0: so the Niners, both teams are staying out. I guess Henderson, yeah, Las yeah. Vegas. It's not that far though. It's a solid half-hour drive. It's a solid half hour drive. Yeah. I, I mean, I did it yesterday. And, and there's all these homes getting built. And people were telling me all these people are moving from Cali to Nevada because yeah. of the taxes. Is that what brought you here? Or was it Vegas? Was it your fighting league? No. Like-
4: it, it's, you know, I'm in a entertainment business, right? I'm in a fight business. So for me, you know, personally, um, you know everything's happening here, right? You know, they just had the F one here a couple, yeah. you know, some months ago, and the draft was already here. They got this, and the basketball team is coming, the baseball team is coming. So, you know, this come for me became the inter- entertainment capital, really of the world, yeah. you know, a big melting pot. So, uh, you know, me being in the combat sports business and the live sports business and TV business, it's it's worked out great. Um,
0: let's let's do this before we get going you've got a fight next weekend yeah
4: take us through who's fighting what we got next next Friday Lights out extreme fighting 14 um, we'll be live on uh, football sports football TV at 7 p.m Pacific uh, and this one's big for for a lot of reasons we got Tommy Aaron's card who's uh, Tony Ferguson's guy um, Alvin Morales uh, to the right of him on that on that poster uh, fought in the UFC before, is trying to get back to the UFC. So we're giving these guys, these up-and-comers, a, a platform to get to where they want to go to. But also, the biggest thing is we're going to introduce these lights-out tech gloves that are, that can measure speed, power punch, impact. It has a, a chip in the gloves. So, you know, the audience at home will see a G-Force when somebody get hit. Oh, you going to start showing that? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to beta oh, test at be this great. one. And, uh, you know, for me, I'm just trying to advance the sport, build some other verticals. And more importantly, give the fans and people at home more to watch, man. I think that more more information they have, the more people going to just tune in.
0: Yeah, and I think fans have gotten so used to getting a lot of data as they take in a game. You know what I mean? Especially as you have like multiple, like you got multiple broadcasts of big games and stuff and big fights. I'm sure um, that should be really cool, man. Everybody can check it out on Fubo.
4: Yep, yep. Fubo, Fubo TV uh, uh, next Friday, February 16th. Uh, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific, we go live on Football 2. Actually, the first fight of that night is former linebacker at Oregon, uh, A.J. Hoskins. He played linebacker at Oregon with Herbert uh, while oh, he was wow. there. And so he's gonna he'll be the first fight of the night of that card. Dude, so I asked Chase Young this question,
0: and I, I don't know if you guys know each other. I don't want to draw comparisons, but you're both like D.C. kids, DMV kids, I, I believe both from Prince George's County. Yeah. Um, Not born into tremendous means. Mm-hmm. And, and you have made it as a football player. Now you own multiple businesses. I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff. You're huh? Yeah. Chase Young, <laughs> like him or not, whatever you think, he's in a Super Bowl now. Like, what is – do you ever stop – what I asked Chase yesterday, I was like, do you ever take a moment to think about what you've accomplished? And I want to ask you that same question.
4: Yeah, I, you you appreciate it, right? But you don't really slow down and kind of. The only time you look back is when you're trying to either help somebody or you, you know looking back and say, okay, what else can I do to to bring somebody along? I mean, how old? You're 35? thirty five. Thirty nine. Okay, thirty nine. All right, I and bet that's
0: gonna be a hell of a fortieth birthday
4: party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this year I'm gonna celebrate, buddy. You know that? Um, and I, I think this man. Um, you, from where we grew up at, especially Prince George County has changed now tremendously, and yeah. D.C. has changed tremendously. I mean, back when out we was eating crabs at Hangs Point in Southeast and, and and you know Northeast and and uh, P.G. County in the late '80s and '90s, where it's completely different than sure. it is now. So I think that a lot of that had had molded, you know, gave you a, that extra layer of skin that most people don't have, um, and, and it and it helped, man, because it you know you you deal every day. I'm you know it's a thing you got to figure out in business. You're trying to grow, and you just gain this work ethic that you know most people don't have it without that kind of upbringing what do you think of
0: i mean the commanders have had to make a ton of moves here yeah. in the last month mm-hmm. um you bring in adam peters the new gm from San fran dan quinn new head coach from the falcons um what do you think of their moves
4: yeah i think look it, for one they're trying to make instant changes right um and i thought they started when they when they let go of sweat and chase Mm-hmm. When they when they moved on from them and saying hey we're not we're not rebuilding we're bringing in our guys our people um, and you know I, I thought that Dan Quinn was a really good hire for them because it, what what it does for them is bring in some kind of identity yeah. and they were missing that it wasn't the players they just they just lacked identity and 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 um and I, by the way I think you know I obviously play for Ron Rivera. so I, I think the world of Ron as a person and as a coach but also too I think he he kind of got a little beat up in that regime between you know Dan Snyder leaving and the new coming in I mean. It can take a toll on you, and I seen him last year uh, that, you know, at a uh, radio Row, and I kind of grabbed him. Man, I was like, you kind of frail now, man. A lot of <laughs> well, dude, you know. He also, I, I
0: think we kind of get past it, but he also had cancer. Yeah, right. Man. And I wonder what that impacts your I, like
4: mental. I, I think like it, capacity, that changes me, but it a, changes your uh, outlook a hundred percent. And I and I, um, and I was talking through him throughout the case, and, and and before everybody, the public knew about it. You know, reached out to him, and, you know, I found out through friends and family and whatnot and reached out to him, man. But I just think that Ron Rivera is a a tremendous person. Um, You know, I was with him. and We used to have these talks before he was hired in being a minority coach and and thought that he should have had an opportunity way before he got that job with Carolina. And so, uh, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll land on his feet, right? He's going to be somewhere, a D coordinator, maybe even get an opportunity at a head coaching job again somewhere. And he deserves it. But I think there was time for them to move on. And, two, for him, there was a lot going on within the organization that kind of just beat him up. And so having that fresh start somewhere else is going be, to be cool.
2: You, you being from that area, and we talked a lot about this, like guys from the area playing on those pro teams in that town, you, you know guys that played in other towns that lived there. How tough is that for them? Um, playing in like D.C. Like yeah, like a guy that grew up in the area and yeah. then he goes to the, a professional team in that area.
4: It, it's tough, man. Uh, we when we <laughs> look when we've had a game that we played. Uh, then Redskins, right? Uh, we went back there and played. I bought ninety three tickets. Whew, wow! I bought ninety three tickets, and that was a once in a lifetime deal. But <laughs> but, I, but look, if I was living there. I think those those tickets will remain somewhere around there because, you know, you, you grow up and, and you get a lot of people pulling at you, right? And, uh, you know, when I came out, I was the highest drafted pick from the University of Maryland ever at the time And the Vernon followed up the year after. Um, and so you got a lot of notoriety, a lot of people pulling at you, friends, family, coaches, and I love everybody. but friends, it's all that you don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you gained a lot of them, you know, over time. You know, that that guy that uh, picked up your book in high school was all of a sudden, hey, remember when I did this for you? Um, and so – you. To, to, it was a kind of a relief, right, to, to go and play outside of the state and go across the country, but that will always be home. Prince George County, man, will always be home for me.
0: Is that – so you kind of have the situation where I don't know that he gets – the Commanders have the second overall pick. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. They're drafting a quarterback. Right. Who it's going to be is the question. Yeah. I, I still believe Caleb Williams goes number one. I, I don't think he lands in Washington. I know they, they – hired cliff kingsbury but i don't think it's a direct one for one these young guys chase it it seemed to be a burden yeah Dwayne haskins it seemed to be a burden is there something specific to dc or is that something that if you grow up in chicago and the bears draft you that's a burden if i think you grow it's up in tampa uh, yeah
4: it's it's a burden any, anywhere you go especially when you have have players there before you that haven't had any success so now everybody's looking at you coming in there being the savior yeah right yep. and i think the biggest the biggest i mean to chicago i i think they got a quarterback there already if they if they fields. i think that i think they got something in fields regardless of what they what they feel like and hell if, if uh if the quarterback that they don't want there and you look and they and they draft him i would look to make some on fields I, I think he would work well in washington i think that they they would find you know, some good. Him, they need to go pick up the pieces in, uh, uh, you know, on the offensive line and, and give them some uh, protection. They can run the ball. They got a wide receiver already in Terry. They got weapons, but I just feel that they need that that stable position at the at the franchise quarterback yeah. level.
2: I think Chicago is going to be smart with that, and whoever gets any one of those quarterbacks, if they have to move, they getting they gonna get a. A boatload of picks. Yeah.
4: And, and, and I would, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, you either, for, for Chicago, you either go get, uh, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. If you can't get them, you, you trade out of it and get two future first rounders. Yeah. That's that's what I would do if I was them.
0: Um, now I'm tweeting this out so people are going to start <clears throat> replying to you. You think Justin Fields makes sense for Washington instead of the rookie? Instead of Jaden Day? I, I also was thinking about this. Um, you're a big man. Right? Like I I, they list you on Pro Football Reference six four two sixty five. Jaden Daniels, kid from LSU, Mm -hmm. is listed at six two two oh five. How much would you love to get a a clean hit on a on a six two (laughs) two oh five quarterback?
4: I mean you just run right through his body like he ain't (laughs) even there, right? Uh, he's a little. You gotta lay him down softly, though. Yeah, yeah. And you look, age. man. I mean, you can't push up off of him. All my favorite things is gone. Um, but I, I and I, I, I'll go back to that statement, I man. I, I, really do believe if they go on, if Chicago draft Caleb Williams, I wouldn't make a move on Justin Fields. Um, I think that he is, you know, with that system that they're trying to build over there, and he can come in and and, and provide an instant. You know, credibility and an instant upgrade at that position, and they go out and get a couple more key pieces on the offensive line. They are, they can run the ball. They got—they got, they got a, a threat, you know, in the wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. You know, you got guys on defense now, and then you start drafts and defensive guys later on the first and, and in the second. That is—it's uh, fascinating. What do you think of Drake May, kind of the other quarterback in this conversation? Uh, look, I, you look—I know, don't know. Um, this is this is my opinion. I, if you're looking for a franchise quarterback and you got pieces there already, okay, you draft a guy. If you got pieces, you got the whole thing figured out. You draft a guy. If not, you already know what Justin Fields can do. Or, or and I'm not just saying that, you know, any, anybody at that position has already been in the NFL. I think we got our hopes so high on this prospects and it's exciting. But I'm taking somebody that's already been proven yeah. that you know can come in there and get things done right away.
2: Because I, I, when you have a guy who you've seen some stuff, you can—he already understands the pro level. Right. Those other guys
4: have to learn it, and uh, it makes sense. And, and then too, he's walking in with a chip on the shoulder. I mean, I, that is the—I I love that. You know, you get a guy, and I would be—if I'm the head coach, I'm gonna use that every day of practice. Hey, they ain't want you. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, they, yeah. they didn't—they didn't want you there. They didn't—they yeah. didn't think that high of you. They tried to Caleb. That is more ammunition you can have a, have for a guy coming into your organization. Two quick ones for you. Uh, who's mm. the best pass rusher in football these days? I, I'm always. It's my, I got to use my top three because it, it's so hard to go one with Miles. My, well, M- Michael Parsons, Miles Garrett, and I'm gonna go Nick Bosa. Yeah. TJ TJ Watt that, that close third or fourth, and you got to put Khalil up there. There's some guys out there now, but when you talk about uh, just a pure-form pass rusher guy that's relentless. You know, I'm going with Micah because you can move him around. Nick Bosa, he's going to be on the left or right side. Micah can rush down the center of a, or mm-hmm. a guard. I mean, you yeah. can put him in so many places. So I'm going Micah first, uh, Miles, Miles Garrett, and T.J. Watt and Khalil Mackin. Or, the, I'm sorry, and Nick Bosa. Not their career because I, I think it's, it's clearly Donald. This
0: past season, who was better, Chris Jones or Aaron Donald?
4: <sighs> Chris Jones. He had a monster. Chris, Chris, a monster Chris, Chris I mean, look – the re- in my opinion, the reason why the Chiefs are playing in this is game because is because of, of defense. Yeah, yeah. And, and Chris Jones, right? That this establishing that mindset, that mentality up front, that play that they made against Flowers going in and scoring that, for, you know, the secondary made that yeah. play and they yeah. punched the ball out. If they they score in that, the Chiefs ain't here. Right. That mo- that <laughs> momentum in that game is completely different. So they're never the t- the defense never going to get the amount of credit that they deserve because you got such a great quarterback and a yeah. big name. You got Travis Kelsey and what they can do on the offense side of the ball. But, man, the reason why they're here is because that underappreciated defense that no one's really talking about as much.
0: Super Bowl pick, and we'll let you go. I know you got a lot of stuff to
4: do. I, I'm, going, uh, I'm going with Chiefs, and I'm going with them. I'm always going with a defending champs until somebody knocked them off. I'm, I'm with the, you on that. The 49ers are the better team. they got more talent. Um, but, in my opinion, the Buffalo Bills are better than the Chiefs, and so are the Ravens, and they still beat both of them. So yeah. talent in this case don't matter. It, it, I'm going with the guys that know how to win. And they've been there before. They've been there before.
2: And uh, we still when, – when can uh, Jeff get this fight he's trying to get?
4: Oh, jeez. Right, look, uh, we can uh, – I, can I get wish my, Jeff I, was look, here. I can, can actually Jeff. see Sean at first. Jeff, person. if you listen to it, I, I got a waiver here for you right next to me. If you want to, Dude, if you want to sign we'll this bring waiver. bring it back Send with it us. to oh, yeah. me. Oh, yeah, bring it back. I will sign it. Just but, so you can get your ass
0: kicked. <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm glad y'all doubt me. I'm also in the life of business, man, so I might have to assure you. <laughs> Hold on. We should show Sean.
0: Jeff's incredibly impressive. Let me see hey, if I can but. pull this up. Jeff's training for the big fight,
4: Sean. Is he?
0: You you may not be ready for this. Look at my man, Jeff, too funny. Don't Um, show me nothing of him full sprinting to the refrigerator (laughs) talking about (laughs) I'm in shape. Hold on. I don't know. I'll show you in the break. We got to go. I know you got to go. We're going to have Mark Ingram join us in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. It's P. Mitchell Hey, it's
2: Brian Mitchell here. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and places some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, join the day, and you'll get $200,000 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5,000 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Brian to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Brian. Make every moment more with FanDuel. An official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 106.7 The oh, Fan. You have to be 21 years old a President present in Virginia. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a 9 drop or bonus bet that expires seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Over here. P. Mitch Finley
0: live 106.7 The Fan at Radio Row. I just met Tommy DeVito's agent. Oh you did. <laughs> yeah, that's him right there, dude. Oh,
2: okay. Dude is a oh,
0: smooth he, dresser. Yes he is, man. Um, you know who pointed out Tommy DeVito's agent to me was none other than our dear friend, Mr. Tori Smith. Tori, how we doing, dude? Doing great. How y'all doing? We're good, man. Super Bowl's starting to happen with Tommy DeVito's agents walking around. <laughs> it is, man. It <laughs> shaking it shaking like hands kissing babies. Uh, uh, looks like a
3: character, man. I, I, like, he's, about to, like, he's about to get ready for a movie set. It's a real, it's a real thing. It's real. <laughs> this is his everyday costume. I, I love oh, it, man. I love it. Like That dude has his own
2: tailor. He's a star, man. Look, everyone's coming up to him. <laughs> Hey, Tommy DeVito, better be careful. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I think your agent gonna make more money than you. Agent <laughs> might be more famous
0: than DeVito. Um, I just took a picture with him. I, I was excited. Um, Tori, how you doing, dude? Doing great. How y'all doing? Uh, Good, man. We're doing well, man. Um, obviously, the big news in Washington has kind of happened now. Yeah, you get uh, Dan Quinn, Cliff Kingsbury, Joe Witt. Um, as as an NFL you're guy, you are plugged well. in.
3: What do you think of the moves they've made? I mean, I love it. You know, I think it's—you hired a group that it seems like you'll give them time to get it right, right? I think when you talk about the the organization and uh, where they're trying to go, just future-wise, it's like now is the time to really build in a way that Washington fans feel comfortable with the process. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone that's kind of coming to this point, and even Coach Rivera, who y'all know I love and love, is like. I, I know and love is, like, there was always something else. It was like, no matter who it was, you still had the owner.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? And,
3: it's like, now I feel like since I've been alive and I've been watching this squad uh, to really kind of understand, not my little 90s in Colonial Beach type vibe, but, like, since then, watching this team grow, it's like now this organization's in a spot where the fans believe. And I think when you're when you believe and you have confidence, you're able to trust that process a little bit more. And I think they needed this clean slate. And I'm excited to see how it works out.
2: And I think by Dan Quinn now is in his second stint as a head coach. And it didn't work as well as people thought it would, but he was in the damn Super Bowl. Let's look right. at that two people. <laughs> right. Okay? And you, you can give whoever you want the credit for it, but if you're going to give somebody else credit, you can't give him all the blame that they didn't win that Super Bowl. Absolutely. But now he gets a second chance, and he is going to be more of like a Dan Campbell type now. I'm going to lead the guys. I'm going to motivate them. I have an offense and defense coordinator. Last time he tried to – head coach, and call plays. Mm-hmm. That's a little difficult, I think. So I think that'll make things a lot better for
3: him. Yeah, I think it does. And uh, one thing that I've learned, and this is really from watching, when you're calling the plays and you're the head coach, you got to set yourself up a little bit. <laughs> right. You get all the blame, right? For like, well, yeah. self
0: preservation NFL, man, you, you do open that door. Right, man. Go. I'm going to
3: go ahead and put that on somebody else because I know I can at least fire one of y'all once. Right? <laughs> I'm not going to fire myself. Right. Like, it, I think that's kind of how it's been. And, you know, it's interesting because I saw in Seattle uh mike mcdonald just said yeah i'm gonna call the plays until i'm comfortable what i'm like all right bro you know <laughs> <laughs> it's first start now but uh There's a lot of stuff <laughs> on your plate <laughs> it is but again I'm, I'm just excited for uh this team new coach this is this is his second stint right i think yeah. a lot of us can relate to things in in real life where it's like man it didn't go the best the first time but i think with him he's been successful everywhere he's gone defensively and yeah. beyond that as a head coach your job ain't really the X's and O's, right? Right. True, Your job is to build the culture and to make sure you pick the right people to take care of business. And I think everything that I've seen and known about him, it seems like his defenses, for the most part, are composed. As a leader, you hear the players, how they feel and think about him, And I think he's done a great job. And, again, with the people he has around him and even with this organization, the excitement that they bring, I think for the first time in a long time, players from the outside looking in, are going to view Washington as a place that they actually want to go to in these coming years. I've
2: like, I, I said this. I believe Adam Peters is the most important person in the building
3: because he's the
2: guy that's going to pick the players. Yeah. Okay? Dan Quinn is not as important as, as Adam uh, Peters. You know, Peters has to be the one to come in and pick the right type of players. Mm-hmm. And then if that happens, I expect things to get better.
3: Yeah, and you're absolutely right by that. You know, and you know that's some big-time decisions to make. Are we starting over at the quarterback position? <laughs> yes which, yes it's probably gonna happen <laughs> yeah right i think when you come in it's like you want to have your guys mm-hmm. right I, I think that's just the the nature of it and you have another uh, prime spot so um i think it's going to be great for them to again hit that reset button and start fresh
0: i know you have a hard out i have two quick ones for you did you see that our terps lost to ruckers at home last night i did yeah, yeah. i did too i watched, uh, we'll, that, I watched we'll,
2: that over some drinks
0: yeah i watched it with you over some drinks um <laughs> Now, Mark Ingram is saying hello to Tori. <laughs> what up, right bro? Now.
3: Um, do
0: you have a Super Bowl pick for us?
3: Forty uh, Nine ers, man. I t- y'all know I have four favorite teams, all of them that I play for. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very biased in having the Forty Nine ers in this game.
0: It's funny, B also loves all the teams that paid him to play football. Hell yeah, so. <laughs> absolutely, and
3: real relationships too, right? It's one thing to say it, but I think I I for sure know how important. Uh, B. Mitch is to the folks up in Philadelphia sure. as well. So, I yeah. think it's great. I saw Jed York earlier. Yeah. Was on, did a show with him earlier, right? <laughs> uh, so, it's, it's pretty cool to see that. But the 49ers are in a great position. And I think ultimately, y'all know who the key player to this game is going to be? Who? Chase Young. Oh, boy. Oh, right. boy. And here's why. The only way you can beat the Chiefs is if you're able to get to Patrick Mahomes with four. If you blitz him. He's going to light you up. (laughs) You have to be able to get to him with four. So you have both over there. This is the game where Chase Young has the opportunity to let everyone know who he is. And I know he had a tough time in Washington, but we all know and love him. Right, and I think it's going to be a big game for him. He can be a different difference maker in this game, and Shoot, it has to be now, and I believe be. in him. It has to be for business purposes, for his own future. <laughs> right, but I believe in him, man. I think he's
0: going to get it done. Thank you, Tory. Appreciate right, your time. Appreciate, Appreciate y'all having, having me. Mark Ingram joins the program next. Don't go anywhere.